0: Welcome to Love and Justice Episode 9. I'm Emma Fife, joined as I am every week by my delightful co-hosts Lola Binkard and Kelby Lenorman to discuss an episode of Sailor Moon Crystal in comparison with its past incarnations. One very important announcement, next week we'll be taking a break from our regularly scheduled programming to bring you a very special Christmas episode. So, instead of discussing Sailor Moon Crystal Episode 10, we're going to be talking about the Sailor Moon S movie, known in America as Sailor Moon S, the movie Hearts in Ice. So if you haven't seen that and want to know what we're talking about next week, watch it. Or don't and just listen to our fractured and opinionated retelling of it. This week's episode of the podcast covers Episode 9 of Crystal, Act 9 of the manga, Episode 35 of the 90s anime, and Episodes 26 and 36 of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. Not episode 37, which you'll hear me say at the beginning of the episode, but I promise we're most definitely talking about episode 36. Also, fair warning, this episode is overflowing with pop culture references. I tried to count them when I was editing and came up with 32, and quite honestly, I probably missed some. So listen carefully and let me know if you find more. There will come a day Somewhere far away I'm
1: stay, my own Even though you're like playing uh, fan fiction. Where's Waldo? <laughs> so you're like, <laughs> yeah, oh, totally. I when I'm going to see a Sailor Moon? Like, There's one. Okay, <laughs> great. Continue reading. That's one. Continue reading. That's Barrel. Continue reading. I think that's a sheet to know. Continue (laughs) reading. Amazing. (laughs) So, and the cover looks stupid. You're going to look at it and you're going to go, man, that looks dumb. It is like a robot foot. Oh, by the way, the main character, Cinderella, she's a cyborg. Mm -hmm. Get past that. It's actually a really good book. So you're going to see a robot foot in a high heel but ignore um, that the character just... does not wear high heels why is she in a high heel she
0: doesn't she wears like nice and boots because they wanted to make a twilight and also, cover yeah. <laughs> well, also
2: if she's like supposed to be a play she's on an engineer if she's not right? she's a mechanic well, oh. but if she's in a if she's a play off of Cinderella, at least make it a glass. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah it's, it's just like a red shoe on the cover. A right. Red pump. <laughs> Weird. That's uh, dumb. So uh.
1: whoever made the cover has not read the book. Don't let the cover dissuade you because <laughs> that shit is good. <laughs> I read it in two days and I knew it was good because as I was carrying it around and reading it, because I'm sort of like the opening scene from beauty and the beast where I just read books and then people <laughs> like have to get out don't, of my way. People start dancing around you and singing. Yeah. yeah. About about how, how you read books. Books, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Essentially, uh, and people were literally just talking to me and going oh my God, you're reading Cinder. Yes. 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 And I'd be like, thank you, stranger. This must be really even better than I thought. Yeah. So read Cinder. Um, The author's name is Marissa Meyer, I believe. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, But my question is, is don't tell me the answer, but I just from reading the synopsis, thought it seemed that Cinder was probably secretly the princess of the moon. (laughs) Here's, Here's what I'm going to do. No spoilers
1: right now. Silently. (laughs) Ha (laughs) Ha ha ha! <laughs>
0: but we none of you know <laughs> none of you know audience eat it but uh, on on this episode of Love and Justice our very serious Sailor Moon podcast we are discussing <gasps> the not so secret identity Holy of the princess shit look at that segue wow, that was smooth <laughs> that was a smooth segue you might Thanks, as well guys. be Michael Jackson you are you. <laughs> yeah.
1: you are Michael Listen Jackson now. on wheels with that segue <laughs>
0: uh, yeah for anybody who doesn't know so uh, I'm a tour guide at Universal, so creating segues is kind of a, a thing <laughs> that I've mastered. Is <laughs> uh, anyhow. Has uh, anyone yeah. seen Jurassic Park? <laughs> well, let me tell you what happens every single time a dinosaur shows up starts raining velociraptor attack thunderstorm like clockwork literally because we created that weather oh, oh that's for free yep there you go guys you, <laughs> you, did did not you did not have to pay the price of admission oh no it's $92 now oh they raised yeah away. $92 and more if you want to get front-of-line passes or the VIP experience. You guys want the VIP experience, <laughs> ask for Emma. <laughs> yeah, please do. I would love to be your tour guide. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can talk, Maybe can talk about Sailor Moon after the tour. Maybe we can talk about Sailor Moon after the tour. But anyway, uh, this episode uh, of the podcast, we are discussing episode 35 of the old anime series. Uh, episode 9 of Crystal. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And and Act 9 of the manga. And Act 9 of the manga. Uh, And we're looking at kind of two episodes of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. We're mostly going to be talking about episode 37, but we're also going to take a look at episode 26. Basically what these two episodes have in common is episode 26 is the aftermath of the reveal of, oh, Usagi's really the princess. And then episode 37 is when Mamoru actually gets kidnapped by the Dark Kingdom and uh, Usagi turns into Princess Sailor Moon, which is a, a whole nother storyline altogether. But either way, we get some some important uh, information and backstory about Usagi as the princess during the Silver Millennium. hmm So, uh, <clears throat> let's start with uh, giving a quick little summary of what happens in uh, good old episode 35 of the anime. Somebody wanna take that oh, away? Uh no. yeah. <laughs> I will. Okay.
2: All right, so...
0: <laughs> you are ready for
2: this, Kelby. Oh, I wrote it down. <laughs> so the princess is revealed, right? Shocker. Holy shit. Who knew Sailor Moon was gonna be the moon princess? Wow. Those useless rainbow crystals are suddenly not useless, but still, in the grand scheme of things, still super unnecessary, but the rainbow crystals come together to form the silver crystal, yeah. which...
0: Um, <laughs> The Super Saiyan Silver. Yeah, the Super Saiyan Silver Crystal. Like they, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, don't I realized know, man. that I have been referring to it as the Imperium Silver Crystal because <gasps> that is what they called it in the nineties. Yep. Yes, you know? they did. That's yes, my, they did. My nineties is yeah, showing. Exactly. I always refer to in, it as the Imperium in, in, Silver Crystal. In Pretty in, uh, Guardian Sailor Moon, they they translate it as like the mystical Silver Crystal, yeah. or sometimes or the, the Phantom mysterious. Silver Crystal. Yeah, yeah the mysterious like Silver Crystal. It's just floating through walls. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. It's yeah. so, Air. <laughs> oh, yeah. <go>. But like <laughs> So those stupid
2: rainbow crystals that they tried to force on us earlier are suddenly not useless because they form together when Usagi gets crazy emotional. Bam, mm-hmm. there's the silver crystal. However, I would like to point out that it's still completely unnecessary because the silver crystal is powered by her heart and love and shit and we didn't need seven other fucking crystals to conjure it. Which damn no, ser- no, seriously, which we really did not. Which are hiding evil
1: monsters. Yes,
2: see, still stupid. You Why tried to make it work, but, but it's still dumb. Yeah. It's still I, fucking dumb. Yeah. I know. So <laughs> Indimian or sorry, Uh, Well, it's revealed that uh, Tuxedo Tuxedo Mask Mask, is Endymion. He gets straight up kidnapped. Zoysite gets punished because mom told him not to hurt him, oh and he tried to kill him. God, anyway. my god, dead! Yeah, so is dead. And um, oh, then uh, Shoujo death. Yeah. Of Shoujo death. Right? Oh, fa- <laughs> flower petals everywhere. Everywhere. Um, I want my
1: death to be beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> Us- and he's like, okay, babe. Okay, <laughs> babe, you got it. Uh
2: Usagi freaks out about being the princess. Everybody's yeah. like, no, you can do it. Ray slaps the shit out of her. Um,
0: <laughs> I mean, that does happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, it's full on Joan Crawford right Mm -hmm. slapping believe in yourself Crystal Biz saves everybody that's the end of the episode
0: yeah I mean basically that is exactly what happens you're welcome Mm -hmm. Um, Sailor Moon Crystal in the manga once again are pretty darn similar Uh, basically it starts with like Tuxedo Mask has in the previous episode he's just thrown himself in the way of Usagi to protect her from being killed by Kunzite's attack uh In that episode, unlike in every other version... We didn't see in that episode that she was a princess. She doesn't actually turn into right. the princess until this episode. So he's, like, lost wandering in his subconsciousness as she's trying to call him back. He remembers that he's Prince Endymion. She's crying and freaking out, and that causes her to turn into the princess. And then there is the silver crystal. Yes, the silver it's crystal her, materializes basically from the power of her heart. Yes. Well, because it is her pure heart. Like, but, that is what the silver crystal is. But then... What do the seven monsters <laughs> there do? There are there are no seven monsters. How no no, can monsters this plot be forward <laughs> without seven <laughs> monsters? We don't need seven monsters. So. What? No. But here's my. This is another thing that kind of bothers me about the 90s anime, and I realize I sound like I rag on the 90s anime a lot. We still love it we as stupid totally as it is. We still love it. It's totally yeah. yeah. I still love the 90s anime. But like in addition to these like seven monsters, for some reason they're like, man, we want to have a. This is spoilers for a later episode that we'll Sorry. get to very soon. But like they're basically like we want to have a. Really awesome boss fight, but like instead of like keeping the sheetano around or like reviving them for the purposes of that boss fight, they're like, let's introduce five new bad guys for no reason. Yeah, and those are the DD girls who they end up fighting. Yeah. Um, which I, I do think in Crystal that the final couple episodes may bear a little more similarity to the nineties mm-hmm. anime, uh, well, it really but is I th- the- where they'll where the girls will square off against the Shitodo rather than the DD girls. Yeah, I but think we mean, can, we'll see what happens. I
1: think we can all agree. I don't. I don't. I, I know. I say that, and your kid's gonna be like, "No, that's not true." <laughs> 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 I think. I'm going to assume we can all agree that the most interesting part of season one of Sailor Moon is the last three episodes. Yeah, I know. I, up, I completely like, agree. I totally oh, agree. Oh, now we're really getting into, into the story. It finally, I so, <laughs> If you do that instead of with new bad guys, you're using the which bad guys you already have, which yeah. you have an emotional
0: connection well, to. Well, which is what Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon does extremely well. Oh, is right. they, they keep the sheet to know around until the end, and they they develop their characters more mm-hmm. as villains. And they all have their different internal conflicts, yeah. um, which we which we start to see in these episodes that we're going to talk about. See, kids, let me explain something to you. Um, this is how uh,
1: writers that are good work. Uh, when you introduce a villain, you make people care about them. Yeah, You give exactly, them a motivation. Exactly. No, totally. And then you're not just producing bullshit monsters mm-hmm, of the week. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm, are on mm-hmm. some level caring
2: about what happened. Yeah. Case in point. Uh, oh, I had a villain that I fucking lost it. Don't <laughs> know, it's, it's not fine. Snape. It's not Snape. Oh. Um,
1: oh. <laughs> I'll buy you some
0: time. Uh, Loki. Oh Loki. yeah, Loki. Absolutely. See?
2: Absolutely. In four. Yeah. You don't That's- have to like Loki. You don't have to like Queen Beryl or the she to know, but, you know, it's important for character development to understand why well, they, they make have, the choices they have that motivations. they yeah. A- yeah.
0: Absolutely. And if you're um, getting paid to write a show, maybe you should do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but going back to uh, what happens on this episode of Sailor Moon Crystal, uh, basically, Usagi awakens as the princess, I, and uh, then... Queen Beryl shows up because Kunzite like has a moment of like pseudo hesitating to yeah. like kill them and Barrel's like remember Kunzite you're still a bad guy. Do the thing. Yeah, do the thing. So he attacks them. They the Senshi all go in. They rescue the princess. Somehow Prince Endymion gets whisked away mm-hmm. uh, and Kunzite and Beryl spirit him away to the yeah. dark kingdom. Uh, oh. Usagi has a total freak out. Very different from her old anime series freak yeah. out. This is like fighting tooth and nail of like yeah. No and she like tries to break free right. it's gr- I well, it was great Well
2: this freak out is more about the safety of endymion whereas yes. in the 90s the freak out is about like i don't, don't want to do this anymore. anymore which you know what everybody's gonna get hurt i mean i understand that motivation for no, that freak me out too. because katniss in mockingjay spoilers kind of not really Them. does have a similar uh, no, freak out no, of like no, i don't want to do like, this i can't do this because yeah because they're gonna yeah but uh <laughs> but it's just so fucking whiny
0: in the way that she does it and it's yeah. like yeah, yeah shit together yeah uh so then they bring her back to the arcade. Uh, uh Sailor Venus is like, hey, what do you remember? You remember me, right? I'm actually Sailor Venus. I'm not the princess. Mm-hmm. I'm the real leader of the Sailor Guardians. Uh, and then everybody goes home. Usagi has locked herself up in her room, basically. And her parents are like, yeah, I guess we should. Yeah. In the manga, her mom's like, I know I should probably make her go to school. But I just. Yeah. She's so sad. She's so sad. Instead of having her
1: be bummed out for a couple hours. Like, it, we see the passage of time. It's been a couple of it's, days. Yeah, it's been a couple yeah. of days. is yeah. yeah. ashamed
0: <laughs> 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 To show her face, yeah, because to she Usagi. couldn't because she couldn't protect her from feeling all those terrible yeah. feelings that she felt in the past. So they're like, we have to go talk to her. Yeah, There's actual grief. Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 very very real grief. So then the girls and Luna all like band together. They're like, we can't yeah. stand to wait around like this anymore. We need Usagi back to so we can be happy yeah. and work together like we always yeah. do. And homies help homies. And homies help homies. So they all show up at her house. Her mom lets them in. They go into Usagi's room and they discover that in these couple of days. Her body has been changing. Her hair has grown at an incredibly rapid rate. Like basically, she's turning into the princess, mm-hmm. uh, which I, oh, which I thought was. Wicked cool when I read the manga when I was like fourteen or fifteen, <laughs> uh, and then they get they like clean her up, they cut her hair, they do they put it up, and she kind of gets her act together. And they decide that they need to go to the moon and learn like the true story of their past in order to proceed into their present and prevent the same tragedy yeah. from happening again. No,
2: yeah. um, I had a question, uh, like. Just because I, I was kind of super confused. Yeah. So the Shitsuno... I mean, the Shitsuno are alive this whole time. Yes, in, yeah, in they the are all alive in, in, in the In the manga, when, oh, the, when the power yeah. of the silver
0: crystal yeah, appears, okay. they get revived. They do. Tempor- so basically what but happens is... But it's temporary, is, it's, right? It is. Okay, okay, so in the manga... Uh, they kill off the right. So Right, like, they're all So, dead. like, Jedi's been dead since Act 3. Rey killed him. Yeah. Uh, Nephrite got killed by Sailor Jupiter. Um, Zoisite got killed by Sailor Venus in that scene where she shows up and, like, uses her crescent boomerang. And then Coonsite uh, at this point, is still alive. Yeah. And basically, when they get back to the Dark Kingdom in that scene in Crystal, where they show all four of them, like, overlooking uh, Mamaru's unconscious body, being, like... This, is this familiar, guy seems yeah. sort of familiar to us. Uh, it's a scene where Kunzite is back in the Dark Kingdom and he's like, me alone of the four to no, I can't believe I'm the last one standing. Yeah. And then when Usagi uses the silver crystal and like- Heals the world, right. basically, uh, and in Crystal they illustrate it really, really well. Where like flowers start growing, mm-hmm. and there were there were a couple scenes though in the manga that where like there was a kid who was like had sick, like, yeah, who was sick, and I suddenly he got better. Yeah, like I, I I definitely missed a couple of those mm-hmm. scenes in Crystal. I would have liked that though. The I think they captured the (laughs) essence of what was going on.
1: I just pictured the doctor
0: gave me a pill and I grew a new kidney. (laughs) (laughs) Dialysis. What is this? The dark ages? Take one of these. (laughs) Um, But basically uh, Kunzite sees all of the Sheetano get revived. So the Sheetano are all, basically, they're, they're, like, gross. they're like, gross mangled skeletons. Melted people. Skeletons. Like, yeah. the skeletons of the Sheetano are in these glass coffins, like, Snow White-style yeah, yeah, yeah. glass coffins. And then they get revived. And then they get revived. But they're still dead? But they are, they are still, okay, so they get temporarily revived, and they're like, uh, what the heck? Like, what happened to us? And this is actually, like, where Kunzai is like, oh, we were supposed to... We were revived to protect our prince, but like that evil woman got us instead right. again. Uh, and then after the Shitano are like alive for a second, they all die, but that's when they become the stones. the stone. Okay, which ultimately in the manga, Endymion ends up with all of their stones, and like they sometimes like ghost materialize their souls from the stones like, to je- like like Jedi ghosts yeah to like advise him God. that's exactly what they're like they're like Jedi ghosts and they <laughs> they advise
1: him from I was to gonna go with uh, Harry Potter <laughs> uh, oh, and, yeah. the, and the stone uh, yeah. so we covered like every fan really, ever we like, did yeah, really wow we yeah. did real good guys we, <laughs> Winning! Winning. Uh, yeah,
0: but that's, that's that, and that's uh, basically okay. what happens on That's that what episode, I thought, but I wasn't completely yeah. sure. It, I mean, and, and to be fair, it's really kind of confusing as to why they temporarily turn into people, and then they're like, psych! Pet rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot, no, just kidding. <laughs> pet rock for everyone. Um, you get a pet rock. Uh-huh. You get a pet rock. And then uh, in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon... Uh, Episode 26 happens right after 25, which was the last episode. (laughs) Obviously, it happens right after 25. (laughs) No way. Numerical order? But that's the last episode that we talked about. Uh, So in the end of that episode, we saw that Usagi was actually Princess Serenity. Uh, This episode, they just show some flashbacks, really, to Usagi as Serenity and Mamoru as Endymion being in love in the Silver Millennium. They're, like, running through a field. And they're going, ha, 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 love. (laughs) Yay. Uh, The girls all get uh, magical tambourine weapons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they get karaoke tambourines that are, like, weapons. Yeah. And basically... They're like, oh, the princess and the prince's love caused a disaster in the past. We can't have them ever be together again, except that Makoto is like, screw that. You're in love with Mamoru. I don't care that he has a fiance. You have feelings for him. We're going to the airport to say goodbye to him right now, or you'll regret it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they get stopped by uh nephrite. <laughs> <laughs> red ranger uh, billy idol red what have you done now ranger billy idol oh man um who, anyone uh, trying to
1: make it to phoenix
0: arizona yeah. the plane's gonna be late who, uh, <laughs> who, who gets like egged on by Coonsight basically to go after them because kunzite shows up and is like hey man what's up and and red ranger billy idol's like uh, I'd be great if you weren't here. Yeah. and then Big Trouble in Little China is like, uh, well, you know, it turns out that Sailor Venus wasn't actually the princess. Sailor Moon is the princess, and so that Ranger Billy Idol gets mad and makes a fist uh. and crazy eyes like he always does, yes. <laughs> and conjures a Yoma, and then like goes after her to uh fight her. So yeah, I would like
2: to point out that if nothing else, I have at least achieved that um y- we you guys refer. To the Shitanou and Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon <laughs> as the
1: nicknames that I have set up. Yes! Yeah. If I have, if I achieve nothing else, this <laughs> uh, is my proudest moment. And then uh, also, also in that episode, um, the other thing that we see is that um, Hina doesn't go. Oh yeah,
0: I liked that plot with, point a lot. Actually, uh,
1: we have Mamaru going to uh, London to study. Um, and I think it's adorable how to say London (laughs) and Hina shows up and is like I'm not going with you You said, you know, that you wouldn't let me go until I let you go, and I'm letting you go. And he's like, Uh, you're still a part of me. And she's like,
0: yep, peace out. I know. (laughs) She doesn't turn around. She just goes, "Uh uh-huh. Bye. I know, but, like, her face is so sad. and I mean, you can tell that, like, she is, like, trying to suppress those feelings. But she's mature, and she comes to terms with the fact that that he's never going to love her the way that she loves him. She pulls a Martha Jones. Yeah Totally Totally Martha Jones Yes Yes <laughs> Yes good Yeah Yeah I'm in love with someone But uh, He doesn't, love, he doesn't me back. love me back So then So oh, I'm
1: out Bye bye. bye Zooms off in his stock footage Of a plane <laughs> Usagi does not get to see him go no. She sings say la vie to herself it's On a bridge really cute <laughs> We ignore the fact that um, There's only one plane Flying <laughs> out of an airport And she's like Yep there he
0: goes <laughs> That's the Wayne. plane plane And it's all very sweet. It is. It's a good episode. And then uh, Pretty Guardian, Sailor Moon, Act 36 introduces to... Introduces us to some other facets of the Silver Millennium backstory, uh, as well as introducing a new form of Sailor Moon that's totally badass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, in the previous episode, finally everybody has figured out that Minako is Sailor Venus. It took yep. them that long. Yeah. Well, yep. Ray Ray has known for a long time. Like Ray knows long before anybody yeah. else that Minako is Sailor Venus. Well, because that's her girlfriend. <laughs> I mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we see. We. Uh, you can't take
0: that from me. Yeah. No. No. We don't. See, no. We see
1: a lot of like. Hey. Uh, yeah. So fighting evil. Anyone talk to Venus lately? Those things are connected. Um,
0: I gotta go. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Um, uh. But. Uh, but yeah. So basically, in the last episode, Sailor Venus and Zoisite team up to try to erase the princess's memories. So we've gotten like a little preview of oh, uh, obviously something terrible happened in the past, but we're not 100% sure. Like, we know that, like, the prince and princess being in love with each other was bad. It was bad in every version, but we don't understand exactly how bad it was in Pretty right. Guardian Moon. Like, mood. when they talk about it, they talk about... It, not as, like, oh,
1: something happened to them. Yeah. They talk about it as, like, they did a
0: thing. And it was mm-hmm. horrible. And you're like,
1: what? what's the thing? Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. No one's telling us totally.
0: the thing. Um, but uh, even still in, in this episode, we don't get the whole story. But basically in the last episode, uh, Minako tried to make Usagi forget uh, Mamoru. Zoisite gave her a music box and was like, play this music box. It'll erase all of her memories. So she does. And then... Uh, because it's, like, so hard for Usagi to forget. And she starts, like, singing Minako songs and is, like, forgetting the words. Because she, like, tells Minako, like, oh, I love your music whenever I feel sad. And we've seen this throughout mm-hmm. the show. That, like, whenever I feel sad or scared, like, it always makes me feel better. Um, and so, like, Minako gets real, like, verklempt about that. And then she throws the music boxes. Like, no, stop it. And she, like, lets her keep her memories. Um, and, uh, and then... uh uh, Usagi and Mamoru go to Minako's concert, and, right, and, and then Minako out. collapses on stage because, from, she, she, because she's dying. <laughs> Of glamour cancer. Oh, glamour cancer. It's a cancer where you
1: have two months to live, but you look really great. Yeah, you can you do everything you want you do it, to do. Yeah. You just occasionally faint. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you get headaches and faint. It's like this not is, really a big deal.
2: This is typical uh
1: Asian soap opera. Yeah. Terminal oh homers. yeah, totally Asian and soap opera. Because then you go to the <laughs> hospital where you wear your own clothes. Yeah. <laughs> They're always just in a bed. I th- I don't think it's a I don't think it's a hospital. I think it's just a nap hotel. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, because that was the thing that happened, too, with in in uh, episode 26 with Mamoru, it was, like, Mamaru ended up, uh, yeah. like, okay, so in the beginning of episode 26, they had been, like, in the community college where they film everything. Yes. And then all of a sudden, they're in, like, a marble white hallway, which I can only assume is actually a museum. Yeah. And Mamaru is no longer with them. Like, he's just he's gone. He's just gone. He's just suddenly gone. Uh, and then... The next scene, we see that he's somehow, like, magically been transported to the
1: nap hospital. (laughs) The nap hospital. Yep. (laughs) Where you're just in a bed in your own clothes. And also, he's in the hospital. He's been admitted to a hospital. And his girlfriend is saying oh yeah, we're leaving for uh, London in two days. And so I'm like, oh. oh great. So you're just like, this is just a temporary <laughs> thing for you? Yeah, yeah. Like, so you're like, so this, today I'm sick. Uh, and, and tomorrow, tomorrow I'm hacking. traveling halfway across the country. Yeah, normal. <laughs> I'm just having a nap, um, I'm good.
2: But it's not, it's not a, an Asian mm, uh, drama until there's somebody in a hospital. It doesn't no, matter what no, no, kind no. of genre of show, there you to be, have yeah. to be in the hospital at some point. <laughs> You I, have I, to. Yeah, you do. I mean, it is actually required. Because I've no. watched, I have watched so many Asian dramas, and it's not just the Japanese ones. No, it's even good. the, Korean, the, the ones. Korean
1: ones, especially. Oh my gosh!
2: But the Filipino ones too. They mm.
1: must love Grey's you, Anatomy. It- <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, but you always end up in a hospital at some point. Even if it's a comedy, somebody gets, Somebody's like, gonked hospital. on the head yeah, and you go exactly. to a hospital. Like, you hospital. just,
0: it's a requirement. Maybe hospitals are, like, a really cheap filming location. Maybe, and that's why they always use them. <laughs> so to add a little variety instead of just filming in the same hallway of that one <laughs> community college. Oh, man. They go to the hospital. <laughs> they go to the hospital. Um... So, another character who we see in episode 36, who we have not previously seen in any of the episodes that we have discussed on this podcast, is Mio. And Mio is basically an aspect of Beryl. She's like Beryl's shadow. It's unclear if she's like a Barrel clone or what the deal is, but like, she is the Barrel who appears to people on Earth. Yeah. Uh, and she has spent her story arc, which happened right before this, basically Wreaking havoc on Usagi, she's She's essentially the Loki. Yeah, she's total, and she's just like Usagi's total frenemy. You
1: know what I mean? She she deliberately sets up situations. She's the Regina George. Yeah, she she does. She's Regina George. She she's like I plan on ruining Usagi's life, and Sailor Mm -hmm. Venus is like. No, you're not. I know who you are, but I'm not going to tell Usagi.
0: And Usagi's like, Mio's my friend. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, 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 she's not your friend. Uh, Which at this point, we have all realized that Mio is not really anybody's friend. We all know that Mio is Bad News Bears. (laughs) She is Bad News Bears. Uh, But a a good portion of this particular episode is uh, actually about... Usagi and Mamoru's relationship. And there was one little uh, detail in this episode that I thought was really cute. So basically, uh, Usagi's mom, Ikuko, who I love, (laughs) who's crazy, she's so great, (laughs) is like teasing Usagi about having a boyfriend, which is something we see in the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal, but we don't actually see that until the episodes that we'll be talking about in the next podcast but in this one she's like oh do you have a boyfriend and she's like yeah I kind of do and her mom like makes up all these like silly nicknames nicknames for Mamoru which Shusagi gets really embarrassed by
2: and nicknames are like a big deal in Japanese culture like to give somebody a nickname is to
0: uh, be like really close yeah Mm. yeah uh, so Usagi gets really embarrassed, and then she goes to m- meet up with Mamoru. They're gonna go shopping and get something for Sailor Venus uh, Minako, who's in the hospital. She's in the nap hospital. Yeah. yeah. in the nap hospital <laughs> to bring her uh, nap hospital's present. So then, <laughs> so then, here's then there's sorry a, about your nap. Yeah. So then, <laughs> sorry about your
2: nap. <laughs> hope you feel oh, rested hope you feel soon. Rested. <laughs> uh, get rested soon. Maybe you. Can- <laughs> That's what all the cards say in the <laughs> nap hospital section. Enjoy
1: your snooze. Enjoy
0: your snooze. Hope you're less cranky after. <laughs> um, but there's a, a shopping montage of her and Mamaru. Which is uh, really cute. It is really cute. And it, and it holds up uh, a common uh, motif that we actually see across all of the episodes that we watched this Sailor Moon Crystal and the old anime is the is the motif of draping flowers. Oh man, you guys, no, you don't even know. Like <laughs> think of think
1: of your favorite trip to Disneyland <laughs> eating your favorite food. That is how people in every version of Sailor Moon feel about putting flowers on people. <laughs> Everybody is losing their goddamn um, minds about flowers.
0: <laughs> uh, but basically they settle on... <laughs> I'm getting your a scenery picture book. This is the gift that Usagi decides to There's get. There's all the Minako. places you
2: can't go because you're in the hospital. But I mean, <laughs>
0: like that is the least personal gift ever. That's like. Yeah. A- Oh, I'm just gonna get gen- a a generic <laughs> a thing. book full of generic stock footage
1: photos. It's like because they were out of scented candles. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh, we'll get this book, I guess. Oh, what does she or like? Those, uh, or those, like Ghirardelli gift baskets. Oh yeah. <laughs> but at least with those you get chocolate. I know. Or the um, the scented lotion. Yeah. Which is the the gift of I don't know you. Um, yeah. Here you but go. But you know what? Yep. Because of
2: those gifts, I've never had to buy
1: myself lotion in my entire life. <laughs> How are you on scenery I mean... books? Uh, kind of low. Okay, all wow. right. So everybody Here's some take ideas, note. guys. <laughs> take note when she's in the nap hospital for whatever reason.
0: <laughs> I would like I a scenery would book. like a scenery book. Uh yeah. So then at the end of the shopping montage, uh Usagi sees the moon phase watch which, which Mamoru which Mamoru just owns in the manga and in um Sailor Crystal, and Crystal. In the nineties, anime, it is this really dumb locket locket thing that you can't put a photo in. By the way, it's made out
1: of silly putty. They call it a locket. It's got a little <laughs> submarine door with a moon that yeah, plays music, yeah, it, and the I, moon like spins around yeah. the center point. You know when everybody looks, like? looks at it like it's the most beautiful thing. It looks I like a, it looks
0: like a toddler's bath toy.
1: Oh yeah, uh, it do- it really does. In look the nineties, like it, it sounds like a, toddler. like a toddler's bath toy. Like if you put
0: toy. that in the water, it would probably just float, and you could also like stick it to the wall yeah, <laughs> to create yeah. a montage, or it'll yeah. do like a light show under the water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, it sort of looks like that. Memory game Simon. Oh, it's Simon yeah. Says. Where you know, I was talking about Simon, where you have to like press the light pattern. Yeah. 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 I, always, I always call that Simon Says, uh, even though I know
1: that that's not what it's yeah. called. it is. Yeah. Uh, it essentially is. It, uh, it kind of is,
0: though. Uh, but anyway, so she wants him to get her the moon fades wash. And this is where we figure out that like <laughs> she can't even call Mamaru by his first name, which I thought was a really accurate detail because just speaking from personal experience, like even to this day, when I like really like a boy Mm -hmm. or I'm like dating someone newly, I don't, I have a hard time saying their name.
2: And Uh I thought it was kind of silly at first, but now that I'm thinking about it, I hardly ever really call Sam by his name. Yeah. (laughs) Even though we're like gonna get married and shit, I still have a hard time calling him Sam, which is why most of the time I call him Samuel because it's like (laughs) not his name. Yeah. It's
1: easier to do that. I was a big fan of the, um, this is, explains why I'm such a Casanova. I was a big fan of the walk-up, oh, I have to make words, um... Punch on the arm, <laughs> hey buddy! That Fart noise. I'm gonna make a thousand boyfriends. <laughs> Slap you on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Beating him off of the um, stick, aren't oh, you? Man, I, I was prom queen, obviously.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Anyway, so, uh, so he gets her the, the he, watch. he does end up getting her the locket, even though the watch. Even yeah. though they get into a little bit of an argument about it when she, when, when basically she, he calls her out for the fact yeah, that she never calls like, her mom by hey, he's Hey, like, you. He's like, you can call me by my name oh wait did you forget it like but it's really <laughs> yeah. cute it's really cute it's um, banter it's, it's banter. one of my favorite
2: one of my favorite tropes which is probably why i'm so in love with mr darcy from pride and prejudice mm-hmm. is i like when tough dudes love their girlfriends or their kids and that's totally what's Aww. going down with Mamaru and buying her this,
0: yeah
1: this yeah, yeah it's I, think it's, I think it's i think it's a crucial thing that um <laughs> in the 90s version he's sort of like God, you're weird. I hate you. I I'm in know. love with you. Let's make out. Yeah. yeah. And it's really strange, but in this version he's like, "Why are you being so weird?" I oh, know. I guess we're having a fight. Um, hey, I got I'm you gonna a thing. I'm going to make this better. Yeah, yeah. I made it better. I got you a thing. I'm going to sit down here. Um I love you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's great. Love it. Yeah, he's fantastic. Um but we also learn in this episode of it, basically right after he gives her the moon phase watch, there's like a meanwhile in the Dark Kingdom <laughs> yeah. uh, where Queen Beryl is talking about the fact that th- this is the first version of the story that that we've talked about on the podcast where we get a very clear reveal of Beryl was absolutely in love with Endymion oh, in the yeah. past. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, at least infatuated with him. I hesitate to actually use the word love because, like... She didn't know it. Yeah, she didn't really know him, uh, as far as I can tell. Yeah. But thing-
2: it's that total creeper nice guy <laughs> thing, uh, though, of, like, he should date me because I'm the best yeah and well it doesn't and, matter what he and wants also, or likes and also <laughs> yeah. we live
0: on the same planet and it's not forbidden for <laughs> him right. to be in a relationship with me so in some ways Beryl had a point but the, the thing that I that I thought was very interesting about this flashback of Beryl basically saying oh uh, I always used to watch Endymion from afar when he was just being in love with the princess. She's a little voyeuristic. Let me
1: set up this shot for you. Yes, it uh, starts with um Endymion. He's wearing his um lamp. Oh God, fringe his lamp epaulets. God, uh, he's got looks a goofy like Lib- he looks like, like Liberace. Look I, he it up. Really There's does. lamp fringe. It's Nana's lamps. Uh, he had, and shoelace and, fringe. By the way, so they're they're in a garden. Um, they're laughing. And then the focus changes
0: and... (laughs) And Beryl is creeping behind a pillar. And we just see her in soft focus. With red hair. But it is clearly, it is clearly Mio wearing the Beryl wig. Because she is, if if you guys have never seen Pretty Guardian Silly Moon, the girl who plays Mio is fabulous. She's also very distinctive looking. She has a very long, slender nose. And so it's totally obvious that it's just her wearing this out-of-control red wing with all of the hair in her eyes. Yup. So then my question is, like, is Mio... What Beryl really looked like in the Silver Millennium, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think so. Like, she was that young, pathetic woman, right? Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. like, when she got possessed by Metallica, she turned into she the fabulous battled. Rita Repulsa I'm, that she is. Which, actually, <laughs>
1: referencing the book I read, Cinder, yes. Oh. oh, there is a very clear plot point of uh of, of, of like a transfer character is revealed. And it's not a spoiler, but basically yeah. she's made herself into mm-hmm. something oh, much I more like glamorous that. than uh, she was when she I was love younger. It. I love it. Uh,
2: see, I was thinking it was kind of a, this is going to get real obscure and nervous, <laughs> oh, but, I'm, but I'm reading it, so it's always on my mind. Uh, in the Dark Tower series mm-hmm. by Stephen King, there's this uh, mono train called Blaine, and mm-hmm. he is... A very intelligent computer system. Yeah. And he's split into two. So there's Blaine, who is crazy psychotic and will kill everybody. Right. And then there's little Blaine, which is what he used to be before he became that. Okay. And so every now okay. and then, yeah. every now and then, little Blaine can interject and communicate right, with the characters. Right. So I thought that maybe it was like the the craziness of being possessed by Metalia split. Barrel psyche into oh, so there's oh, Queen Barrel oh, right and then there's Mio. there's Mio yeah and Mio uh I mean Queen Barrel before Metalia was not the greatest person in general anyway so that's why Mio is such a shit <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> right that was my theory yeah
0: yeah I mean I, I'm sort of under the impression that like. I, I don't know that she was necessarily a bad person, but she was definitely a selfish person with yeah. a weak heart. Yeah, yeah. She was. She had nice guy. Yeah, she syndrome. had totally. Yeah. She totally had nice guy syndrome, which Metalia took advantage of and possessed her and gave her yeah. the dark powers, and she became the like sovereign of right. the dark kingdom. So sort of.
2: Mio is who Beryl was before Metalia, and right. then Beryl is her. Uh, what Mio's I. Mio, Beryl, whatever. Right. Was her uh, ideal self. Right.
0: Beryl is her ideal self. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. I I I think
1: both of these
0: yes, theories I are. I think our, theor- our fantastic. theories are married
2: uh, now and preserved a beautiful both of All you need to know is
0: that Mio's the coolest thing. Mio's amazing. I <laughs> She's love such a I shit. love Mio. Um, but uh so basically in in this episode, Beryl, like Kind of, like, sends a message to Prince Endymion slash Mamoru. Like, psychically. Yeah, and is like, you need to come to this field. Also bring the princess. And bring the princess.
2: Yeah, I'm glad to see that the budget could afford this random field instead of that random forest. Yeah, But, you know, it became super obvious... Why we needed the field, obviously,
0: for those sweet-ass explosions. Sweet explosion effects, which I'm Come still on, convinced are actually just somebody, like, <laughs> recorded it on an iPhone and used that explosion app. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is actually
0: really good quality if you've ever seen those. It is pretty great. Is pretty great. Uh, and the explosions looked pretty good. But anyway, so Beryl <laughs> meets with Andemian and is like, hey, here's what's going to go down you're going to leave the princess. I'm going to kill her. uh, And you're going to marry me. And we're going to rule the earth together. (laughs) Your girlfriend break up with her. (laughs) Right. Or. First he goes, uh, no, why would I do that? (laughs) (laughs) And then she's like, or I'm going to kill all these people you care about. And so all the she to no show up and then Beryl like takes control of them mm-hmm. and they're all going to stab themselves with their swords. <laughs> Which or. is so unfortunate for uh, Little Ricky and Red Ranger Billy Idol
2: because they seem to still like be loyal know, and work no, They her. are. They totally are. And then, but you know, Zoysite and Kunzite have kind of started doing their own mm-hmm. thing. Zoysite especially. So yeah. like, I feel like they're not surprised by the double cross. But yeah. poor Little Ricky and Red Ranger Billy Idol. They
0: were Idol, very what? surprised. Like, what the fuck, mom? very. very very surprised especially, by her on them.
1: especially Red Ranger Billy Idol, who just got out of timeout. Yes, <laughs> no, no, it's true. She finally
0: spoke to him again yeah. in this episode. The last time they spoke was grounded. was episode twenty five. He was no, grounded, not even time. episode twenty four. They did not talk for twelve episodes. He has been grounded
1: for twelve episodes. He just got <sighs> out of timeout. She's like. Uh, it's okay. We're friends again and he's like, "Oh, thank God. I'm back."
2: Yeah. BT Dub, I'm going to make you try to kill yourself. Yeah,
0: yeah so nice. Yeah. Hey <laughs> so horrible. <laughs> yeah. It's messed up. Uh, basically all the Shitano to know are trying to kill themselves. Uh and then still Mamaru's like, "I don't I don't think so." Yeah. Uh and then He's like, all right, I guess I gotta go. Yeah. And he starts to walk towards Beryl to and once again, this is this is that role reversal thing mm. that I absolutely love that Sailor Moon does which is, you know, in the case of all the other versions where he actually, like, physically takes a blow for her. And he, he I mean, he did do that previously yeah. in, in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon as well. It just didn't have quite as yeah. dire consequences. It was in the community college. Because he just ended up at the nap hospital instead of the Dark Kingdom. Yeah, right. He got, he, got, <laughs> he got hurt at the community college and he ended up at the nap hospital. <laughs> instead of getting hurt floating in space by Tokyo Tower and then being abducted to the Dark Kingdom. Right. Slightly same, higher stakes. <laughs> same, same thing. Uh, but, uh... In this case, he actually is like making the choice to be like, we are being overwhelmed by her power. I don't want to see all these people I care about get killed. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to do as she says, and I'm going to sacrifice myself. and yeah. I'm going to go with her. It's mm-hmm. the it's the, the I can trope of sa- I can marry save you me. exactly. I can save you by going yeah. along with this thing that's awful. It's like Maid Marian and Robin Hood. Yeah, in, yeah, and and uh, in the Princess Bride, that was oh, what Buttercup yeah, yeah. was trying that's to exactly do. What Buttercup exactly, Buttercup. Um, so we we're yeah, just yeah. covering all the fandoms. In every <laughs> fandom
1: today. Yeah, it's 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 that again, a marvelous trope of like. The thing that is going to like that you can offer up is basically like getting romantic mm-hmm. with yeah. the guy that you don't want to be with. Yeah. Except it's a girl. Except like, it's a woman. Here. And he's like, <laughs> and I have oh to, to man, save you. Does she do some
0: fingernail acting? Oh, in this episode. those fingernails! <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> do you remember as a kid eating bugles and putting them on <laughs> and being like, <laughs> being yeah. like, which nails? <laughs> They're
0: that on steroids. Uh, they Those really are. nails are serious are. business. Uh, but basically, after that, uh, when he makes the decision to go, Usagi freaks out, and then she's like, stop it, in a very serious way, mm-hmm. and she is already Sailor Moon, but then she transforms into Princess Sailor Moon. Yeah, which is like
2: her avatar state. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Basically, she is the princess, but also Sailor Moon, but right. she's- has all the, like, sad, terrible memories of the princess mm-hmm. of how everything went down yeah. in the Silver Millennium. Still don't get the whole story about that. No, we don't no. hear about that till the next episode. Yeah. But, like, you get this sense of, like, this depressed, mm-hmm. just angry person. Like, kind of like... When
2: Aang first into it, went into the avatar yeah, state yeah, yeah. at the air temple, when he what? realizes everybody's dead, oh
0: yeah, and he has mm-hmm. zero control
1: over what's going right. down, he just becomes a rage monster, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and and uh, Usagi has absolutely no control over yeah over uh, mm-hmm. Princess Sailor Moon. Like when she's Sailor Moon, she's still uh, Usagi, Usagi is still part of her, but when she's Princess Sailor Moon, it's like nope, All literally
1: Usagi off. is like mm-hmm. receded into the mm-hmm. back of the brain. She yeah. is in she is in a limbo. Yeah, yeah, like. Spoiler spoiler alert for those
2: who don't watch it in Attack on Titan when Aaron gets stuck inside his Titan self. Oh yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah kind of yeah. like that. It it is kind of like that. Like yeah because there is this part of her that's aware of like oh somebody else is controlling me. Yeah um, every fandom in the yeah because she's still, cause she still because she still is like the vet her body is still like the vessel yeah, yeah. for this person. Yeah. Oh, it's so good.
1: Yeah. Uh, Which brings us to the point that it makes Pretty Guardian so amazing in uh, on top of all the like the cheesy yeah. stuff is this I. Idea- that like is our destiny in our past lives are they informing us or are they controlling us yeah. like horrible yeah, tragic yeah 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 totally
0: totally like it's
1: almost like a nightmare situation sometimes absolutely
0: mm-hmm. uh, in the midst of this Beryl proves that she's being very serious yes and
1: unfortunately and skewers Red Ranger, Red Ranger <laughs> Billy Idol can we all just take a moment of silence for Red Ranger Billy Idol and we're done. You can tell, <laughs> that I'm doing that Billy Idol lip thing.
0: Ah!
2: Uh, in honor. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm spiking my it. hair
0: up and making my eyes Yeah, crazy. yeah. Uh, and so, basically, even though she's transformed into Princess Sailor Moon, and, man, she, like, deflects everybody's attacks, and so she, like, cool. sends this crazy, like, pentagram of energy. It's amazing. It's pretty cool. Yep. Um, But Endymion, Mamoru, is, like, uh, this is not you calm down yeah. and oh it gets he, like, so brings, upsetting he, br- he brings her back to herself and is they're like they're hugging it out I know and then he's like I have to go and so then he goes off with Beryl, Beryl to the Dark Kingdom and the remaining three Shitano, and then uh, Usagi is left with the other Senshi and is sad that he's gone <laughs> yeah. that's really heartbreaking that's, uh, yeah. yep yep Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what happens on episode thirty-six of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. Oh, <laughs> yeah, As you can tell, it's a it's a real uplifting yeah. tale of uh. joy <laughs> 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 and magic. <laughs> um, I I'm jumping around
2: here, but I yeah. would like us to discuss in the nineties anime <laughs> when. Usagi's freaking out about not wanting to be the princess anymore, and they're all oh, trying to God. find their way out of the the weird dark kingdom dimension that we're in. That race is
0: totally just like, "Hey, what the five fingers say to the face?" And I mean, her. she does. And and here's my thing: is it? I would not have minded that scene if two things. Number one, if after Ray slapped Usagi, Usagi was like, oh my God, you're right. I'm being, I'm yeah. being an idiot. I need to get my shit together and get us out of here. And number two, if the reason she had slapped Usagi was be, was being like, Usagi, pull yourself together. We need yeah. to work together and get out of here. But that is not no. what she says to her. She no. says
1: uh, something to the effect of, I can't believe that Mama Ru got abducted because of a useless crybaby yep. like you. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, I'm hitting you. A, because my boyfriend is gone, and two, because you're a sack of garbage. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, it's all about the dude. Like, no. no. Uh.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Uh, and also maybe... I don't know. Garf. Like, if she hadn't, if they hadn't always been fighting and then she yeah. popped her one, it's yeah. like, good, somebody needed to do it. But yeah. no, like, Ray it in the 90s like anime like is she so was like, mean. Ooh, here's
1: that slap coming. <laughs> <laughs> and it. It's like Slapsgiving. She, like, <laughs> she was like, gear
2: it up for that. <laughs> it is slaps <laughs> giving <laughs> in the Negaverse yeah, in this man. episode. <laughs> I,
1: I can feel it in my hand. I can, I can feel, feel it. it. Oh my Here it gosh. comes. Bam. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't accomplish anything. And also, then she turns <laughs> around. Five goddamn minutes later, and she says <laughs> something like really stoic, like Sailor Moon: "Believe in yourself." And my thought is, "Yeah, I believe that." If you had not been a bitch five minutes ago, <laughs> hit her in the I face. Know. Yeah,
0: exactly. At the oh, end, they're having Regina that final George, fight. And, that, and that I will say was like the one thing that I did like about this episode was that, like in the end, she yeah. was the one who saved everybody, and she got to be the hero, and she right. got her shit together. Right, but. Like leading up to that was rough, it yeah, was rough. It was like you didn't have to, no. Know.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I would also like, as well, we're on the subject of the <laughs> 90s one. Um, in the scene where you see the destruction of the silver millennium, <laughs> we see several magnificent things. One, uh, I made a list, I made a list. One, when Endymion. Pulls his sword to defend Serenity. Oh, my he God. Superman flies. He does. Yeah, he no he, no he lifts so up the ground to
2: no wa- so tell true. you. I want to tell you what Sam <laughs> asked me when we were watching this okay. together last night. He, goes, he goes, so it, when he's the prince, <laughs> does he have the power of flight? <laughs> oh, wait. No. No.
1: <laughs> no. That is, right. that is not I, something I, he can I, do. Two. Um, when the armies come from Earth, <laughs> in a Tasmanian devil-esque cloud of flying men with swords. Not, the, and the cloud is like green, <laughs> so it looks like noxious fumes coming and, from and, Earth. And Queen Metalia looks
0: like she's one of those like evil yeah. fires from Super yes. Mario Brothers. Yes. And that's my third point: is when Metalia awakens, she looks like a spooky Earth lantern.
1: Oh, it is the jack o' lantern on the Earth with Metalia's demon face. That's she, exactly. It's, a, it it's an Eartho lantern. Yes, yeah. <clears throat> I, yeah oh I, And all of these like Tasmanian spooky cloud men go uh, through, also, through space. Also,
0: here's my thing in into a tornado in though. the right? nineties. like while we're on the topic of Metalia. When Queen Beryl is like talking to Metalia, and they've like kidnapped Endymion, Metalia is the one that's like, "Oh, Endymion! It's yeah, been so long since I've that's seen you." Right. Like, like I'm under the impression in the '90s anime, and and and, uh, and there's a lot of stuff that supports this, particularly um, in the next episode of the podcast we're going to talk about, where we'll actually get into the flashback episodes to the Silver Millennium. Yeah, where Beryl is basically like. She wants Endymion to marry her, but just to rule just over, just to the rule Earth. exactly, just because yeah. it makes sense to secure her place as the queen of Earth. Since right. he was, he would be king of Earth someday. Right? right. Yes. Yeah, She's not up power. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. She's not in love with him. No. It's a, it's, it's
1: a very like Richard III the Third. Very marrying. much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's, it's now political. I, now it's a Shakespearean nerd. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. Richard the marrying the daughter of his enemy yeah, right.
0: to seal secure, up an alliance. Yeah. Exactly. It's political. It is not. Uh, it's not driven by actual feelings. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what was going on with Metallia being like, yeah. hey, what's up, and <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get up like, on that sweet, like, sweet earth dick. shit. <laughs> 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 like is she, is she trying to possess ba- is she possessing barrels so she has like cuz in this cuz in this like she full on possesses yeah, barrel yeah, like in barrels turns into like metallia barrel at the yeah, end yeah, yeah. like uh, was she trying to like commandeer barrels bodies so yeah, she could like get it on with the kind of, of it kind of like is. this is a really weird anime <laughs> this is a really
2: weird anime and i'm sorry if uh-huh. if it is too freaky for everyone but there's an anime called uh Angel Sanctuary oh uh, yeah and in an Angel Sanctuary the this one angel <laughs> Mm-hmm. uh is reincarnated as this dude who is in love with his sister, gross. But like, yeah, but, but part of the reasons that he's in love with his sister is because the mm-hmm. angel inside of him is in love with the girl. Right. Totally.
0: Totally. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like it, it that. Is, it is kind of like that. It's kind of <laughs> like as Metalia is slowly taking <laughs> over Beryl she's falling more in, in lust with Indomie. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, yeah, to yeah. Call yeah. Love. At least in Angel Sanctuary, it's actually kind of. I mean, when, yeah. you when you get past the grossness, it's kind of sweet. Factor. It is kind of sweet. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. not, But in Sailor Moon, mm-hmm. it's gross, gross, gross. And it's totally gross. Uh, oh. Also, can we talk about uh, Zoysite's death? <laughs> yes, <laughs> please. I've been waiting to talk okay. about it all day. Number bae. one, number one. Okay, so oh I, there was one scene that I really liked uh, when the princess was, like, crying over the body of Prince Endymion. Also, in the previous episode, like, both Zoisite and Kunzite were there, but apparently at some point in this fight, like, it was Zoicite very specifically yeah. who hit and Dimming, because yeah. ultimately that's why he gets killed is because they're like, I told you not to, yeah. I told you not to hurt him. And so Don't touch my boyfriend. Yeah, and so Zoyse gets killed. Um but uh, I didn't want but, him to be my new stepdad. But I did like I did like the scene where um Zoe tried to attack the princess and she was like kind of in a possessed avatar princess state. Yeah. And he like tries to like garner up some energy and she just raises the moonstick in the air and it's like nope! And Soy gets like, <laughs> like thrown against a wall. It's like in a uh <laughs> Oh, no, that wasn't this it. Whole, it's the most girlish whole, scream. This whole episode really just has a lot of Zoysite getting like in, thrown
1: against a wall. In a show that is mainly female characters, <laughs> yeah. the girliest scream you hear on screen <laughs> is Zoysite. Yeah. Is when he gets whomped with mm-hmm. the moon mm-hmm. Well, Also, when he gets
2: punished by Beryl. When Beryl's like, you done fucked up. I know, And she, like, waves her hand. The way that he gets thrown back looks like he was in one of those wire harnesses. Yes! (laughs) And that they just yanked the wire. Yes! No, uh, yeah, totally, Uh totally, yeah. Like, if you've uh, ever seen outtakes uh, from the Avengers when uh, Chris Hemsworth gets punched by... Thor. Oh if yeah. If you've ever seen the outtakes or of when how Chris they
1: Hemsworth gets punched by Thor. When oh, sorry, Chris when, but
2: when Chris no when no. Chris Hemsworth gets, gets punched, punched by Hulk. Hulk. There we go. If you've ever seen the footage, I, was like, I watched. I know very that cool made movie. sorry that made no sense. <laughs> but when you watch the that that behind
0: the scenes footage, he's in that wire harness, and they don't tell him when they're gonna yank him. They just fucking <laughs> yank him. It looks just. like I mean that that, that is exactly what is happening with Zoyce multiple <laughs> times in <laughs> this episode. It Looks like that but every time. Okay, so they go back to the Dark Kingdom, and Barrels like. Pff, You done fucked up, A.A. Ron. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking about the whole
1: time. (laughs) Insubordinate war?
0: (laughs) 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 Insubordinate in church. So, uh, 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 and then Fakunzai's like, no, I'll take responsibility. And Pearl's like, whatever. And she swamps no. him against a yeah. wall. Um, and, and then, F- like, then he goes. Oh, God. And then. Oh, and then she's
2: like, oh, BTW, you can clean that up. So she kills his boyfriend. It's like, you can bury your dead
0: boyfriend now. Yeah. So so, good, so, so Well, he's not exactly dead just No, yet. but, like, she so says like, yeah, you can clean that she up. She dies. Oh, she's a. Police stone do, cold bitch. Do we think that Zoysite would go in a, le- in a, a way that's th- oh, less not dramatic? No. Of no. course not. No, I mean, and and spoilers, later in, uh, in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, his death is only slightly less shoujo. Oh, But like, like Zoysite is like dying in Kunzite's arms and Kunzite's like, I'm sorry, this is my fault. Like, it could have been a sweet moment and then Zoysite's like, I just want to die in a beautiful way. And then there's flower <laughs> Our petals the fucking ring. everywhere. And not only that, they are heart-shaped flower yes, petals. Yes, they are. Just falling on him, and oh, he's like, Oh, thank, thank you. you. And then he turns into a stone,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. They, they turn into yeah. stone. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. Here's the thing about that is that I remember in the dub, the 90s dub mm-hmm. when Zoy was still a girl mm-hmm. in that version. It's. I got much more emotional, and I think it's because of that '90s version music.
1: Oh, yeah. That music when it's not just like. No, 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 it's actually really yeah, emotional yeah. in the 90s dub. It was a really good impression of that music. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah we, that was not a clip from the soundtrack, <laughs> to be clear. That, that was, was Emma's impression <laughs> of the music. <laughs> you are
1: like uh, the guy from Police Academy who does sound effects, yep. only you're you're doing all the Sailor Moon music. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's amazing. But uh, yeah, in the, for some
2: reason, the 90s dub where Zoe Sight was a girl uh, was mm-hmm. so much more emotional in that scene. And
0: I think it was because yeah, of the music. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I recently just have been sort of scouring the internet and I've watched some clips from the 90s dub and I'm like, man, the background music was fantastic. So it was fantastic. I
2: really uh, wish that this
0: redub that they're doing with, they with would the have 90s, used that they the would have used music. the 90s music. The problem is they cut the scenes up so much that the music doesn't There's fit. There's no way you could do yeah, it. Yeah, it doesn't fit. They, and, they had to score new music yeah.
2: because they butchered the
0: show so much. Right.
2: And I had a thought the other day that mm-hmm. when we eventually in the 90s anime get to that fight with Beryl, we're not gonna hear
0: no. Carry On! And no. I'm really sad about it. It's just, because uh, uh. I, I watched it sort of recently and it's just Moonlight Densetsu, and, no. and it's not, it's not as yeah. good, it's not um, as yeah. good. Uh, Carry was such also, a good song! And going back to this episode, the end of this episode made no sense to me. Yeah. Number one, so Kunzai like pursues them as they're trying to leave the Starlight Tower, which all of the sudden is like the Skeksis Castle from Dark Crystal <laughs> in the middle of the ocean. Oh, like, we, no, need a, we need a fandom counter <laughs> at the bottom of this. I know. Um, <laughs> and uh, so they encounter Kunzai, first of all, and ultimately like the girls all get like defeated by him and Usagi saves the day with with uh, Moon Healing Escalation. But... Seriously, like, Sailor Jupiter attacks Kunzai. Right. And he absorbs and reflects her attack, which is what he has done every single time we have seen know, him. You think we would learn by now? And, and she for some goes, reason, she is astounded by What? That. What? <laughs> oh, no.
1: Yeah. Someone else tried. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and they all down the line, like, all attack the, I attack. mean, like, Again. Let's, let's think. Let's maybe What'd think, we learn? guys. What we learn? I mean... To be fair, they kind of do the same thing in Crystal, where, like, they're all attacking Kunzite, and he's reflecting their attacks, except for Sailor Venus doesn't attack him. <laughs> because, <laughs> well, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. later. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, but, uh, but uh, yeah, so then, after they win this fight, yeah. it's it's like you said, it's like that moment of, like, believe in yourself, and I'm gonna rescue you, Mamoru. But... They're clearly in a recycled background from like some mecha anime where they're just like in the middle of a semi-destroyed structure in the ocean. And it's like how did we get from we're in a tower in Tokyo <laughs> right. to this? Is it the dock that we always
1: end up at, but it just got really no, fucked up? No, it's not even, they're like on an island. Like, I Yeah. S- well, the thing is, it would make sense if the do- if they had been fighting on the dock and now the dock was wrecked. Yeah, yeah. They were in a tower in the middle of the city and now they're on a wrecked dock by the ocean. Mm-hmm. It looks like
0: Akira. Why? It looks like the aftermath of Akira with all the pipes sticking yeah, out of the probably crumbled what it's cement. From. Yeah, they probably just took that background from Akira and were like, all right. That'll do. Oh, it's going. Man. work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're d- we're great at making anime, guys. <laughs> so good. We're
1: the best.
0: Um, mm-hmm. but I loved the end of uh, Sailor Moon Crystal though. Yeah, I was about to I was just about to bring so that up. Good. So good. Yeah, it's like And that line of like I will never be a tragic princess oh. again. I don't remember that being in the manga. Chill- it's not. It's not. It's yeah. Cuz That's I- another one of those like chill inducing moments. Like like overall they leave some stuff out of the manga. Uh, out of Sailor and Crystal that was in the manga that I get a little sad about like you talked yeah. earlier about like I kind of missed like the little boy being like oh my cough is gone i'm better mm-hmm. But they make up for it with other stuff yeah. that they that they put in there, and I'm uh, not saying Sailor Moon Crystal is flawless, but like no. it's yeah. it's very enjoyable, and I I thought the ending was extremely strong in this episode. Mm-hmm. I, I
1: also um in in the the Sailor Moon Crystal episode, I really loved the thing uh, where you see the uh, the fall of of the Silver Millennium, and it's not a spooky cloud of sword monsters. Oh no, no. Um, it is an it's an army. It's a human army. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah it's um, scary. And when you're seeing people's ends, like it's not like, oh, you know, like Sailor Mars goes away in a bubble to Earth. It's we see these screenshots of basically this the Senshi. We have Mars and Mercury and Venus and Jupiter and and they are in an, they are taking on an army of human beings. Yeah. yeah. Like they oh, are yeah. They're clearly
0: taking they on are, an entire army. This is
1: like a Lady Sith situation. Like, she's, it's like everyone was like, right, you take that 300 guys. Yeah. I'll take this 300 guys, and someone else has to take 350 guys. Yeah. Let's go. It's so good. Now, uh, I have a question about,
2: um, in my, for some reason in my brain, I feel like they fought. In white dresses. Is that La Rey Conquista?
0: That's in La Rey Conquista, okay. yeah. Because like, when they're, when they're uh,
2: fighting in their actual Sailor Scout uniforms, I'm like, What's got it? The what is this? What is no, sweet, no, sweet that, white no, that was dresses. in La Rey Conquista. Okay. And they all had
0: swords. It was awesome. I really wish that they had done I, uh, that. There are several things that I wish they had carried over from La Rey Conquista into Sailor Moon Crystal. Mm.
2: <laughs> oh, I also had a question, because they mention it in the manga and mm. in Crystal. When Endymion and uh, Princess Serenity are talking mm. about how they
0: can't be together. Yeah. They say it's God's law. What uh, does that mean? I know. I, I mean, basically, it just it just means that, like, by the ancient traditions of the people of the Earth and the Moon, this is my interpretation yeah. of it anyway, just, you know, speaking as somebody who doesn't necessarily subscribe to the whole God thing, uh, that, you know... According to ancient traditions, quote unquote, religion, what have you, like people from the earth and people from the moon cannot be together. It's okay. forbidden. People from the moon have like ridiculously long lifespans. Yeah. yeah. Um, and people from earth so, reg- kind of live regular lives. Kind of like, God, we are, we really do need a fan yeah, like, like for because like I know, I know yeah, like, that's awesome what I was going to say. Like like Aragorn in Arwen. But it is. That's exactly what it's like. It's like elves and humans. Okay. Um, that just is the easiest way to describe it. Well, yeah, I mean, it
1: makes sense. Yeah,
0: you um, all know what we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I also loved all of uh, Sailor Venus's reactions in this episode. I mean, I love her in general, but like she's really good in this. Yeah, episode Yeah, but like when uh when um Sailor Moon turns into the princess, like Venus's face is like crestfallen like yeah. uh, this wasn't supposed to happen right yet. this is a thing we were supposed to prevent because yeah. that was she why, was why I was ready. pretending to be yeah. the princess because she wasn't ready for this and oh uh, yeah. it's so good and then when she like tries to talk to her when she's distraught mm-hmm. in the in the secret base under the arcade when she's like you remember me right I'm Sailor Venus I'm the leader And she, and you know, she's still just inconsolable and she's like, I know it's terrible.
2: But then when they go to visit her at her house, she's the one who fixes her hair. Yeah, who cuts her hair. Yeah. uh, That's one of
0: my favorite scenes in this episode is everybody rallying around her. I love it too. And I I also like uh, that they really bring up the whole identity crisis thing that, that we saw more so in the manga in the previous act, um, mm-hmm. but we see it in the manga in this act, and also in this episode of Sailor Moon, where she's like, "Am I the princess? The princess? I, I, am I?" The-? And in the manga, it's even kind of uh, more heart wrenching. S- heart wrenching when she basically says, "I feel like the more I turn into the princess, the, the more less I, I lose I am. of myself." Yeah, um, which is illustrated really well mm-hmm. in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon with the whole princess Sailor right. Moon thing of and- like. I'm not me when I'm her. Yeah, and it's a
2: theme that gets explored in every magical girl series. Absolutely, and it gets explored perfectly in um, *Makoto Magica, Magica*. *Madoka Magica*. Magica. Sorry, yeah. yes. I've got, I've got Sailor so <laughs> Jupiter. On in *Madoka Magica*, it is explored fully and perfectly. And oh uh, god, I'm enough! Like, like, like when you embrace this yeah. thing, do you lose yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, I'm, we are going to talk about *Madoka Magica* oh. at, some at some point
0: yeah. for sure. For, yeah. yeah.
2: For like a special episode, yep. but
0: yeah. uh, but uh, on a on a more cheerful note, yes. <laughs> uh, can we talk about how uh, good old? the guy, Motiki's even weirder turtle friend, showed up in episode 26. Oh, God. Motoki is, like, beating Wait, him there's su- more of them? Oh, yeah. So mochiki in episode 26 gets really upset about, like, how things went down with Hina in the previous uh, episode. And he thinks it's his fault that Hina is not going to go to London with Mamaru. And Mamaru's like, don't be ridiculous. Okay. But he's, like, beating himself up. And so he, like, runs off to the airport to apologize to Hina and be like, I'm sorry, I can't live with myself if I don't say sorry to you for you know, blabbing out this ridiculous stuff about Mamoru that made you sad uh, at the karaoke lounge where you were supposed to have your engagement party that nobody showed up to. Yep. Um,
2: <laughs> also, I completely—I left my job completely unmanned yeah. to yeah, come yeah, and yeah. apologize but, to but, you. But, but,
0: but when Usagi and uh, Makoto show up, it his other turtle friend. Oh, which we have, uh, it's, it's from an episode
1: that we haven't really gotten into. No. Well, I'm
0: sure, we'll hopefully talk about that we one will. at some point. Uh,
1: just a, a quick a quick summary for you. Um, there's a, a, a whole premise for an episode where there's gonna be like a triple date where it's like, yeah, oh, yeah you've you got two yeah. friends, I've got two it's friends. so good. We're gonna meet up and hang out. And, um... One wow. of the guys who shows up is a guy who's even weirder <laughs> than Motoki, and he has a turtle backpack, and when he talks to girls, he gets so nervous, he gets the hiccups, Aww. and he eats lemon slices <laughs> oh, to cure his hiccups. It was cute, and then it wasn't anymore. Yeah. Yep. So that kid shows up and is like, hey, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and they used chew on the lemon slices because he met girls, and so he yeah. immediately just got the hiccups.
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow. So ridiculous. And he's there. He's there because he brought his turtle to go on a date with Motoki. That's the date. And he is taking, he wants to like take pictures (gasps) of these turtles on a date. It's so weird. I'm so uncomfortable. He is a freak. He's very strange. mm, Very strange. I don't like it. The one thing that we didn't touch on that I love is because little Ricky is just so tiny and adorable. Uh, because he's so tiny and adorable, the scene in which he is stoically waiting behind Queen Beryl in Pretty mm-hmm. Guardian for orders, yeah, and she's she's having monologue. Time. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't look like he's waiting for orders. He looks like he's going, Mom, get out of some help with my bath homework. <laughs> <laughs> mom, Mom, are you mom. talking to your friends? Can I? Okay,
0: I'll just wait. <laughs> Oh, my man. man. All right. So, uh, as you all are well aware, the 90s was a magical time wherein children's television programs tried to teach you a lesson to. take away with you and apply to your daily life. Sailor Moon was no exception <laughs> to this. The <laughs> 90s Deke dub of Sailor Moon, which Jesus. aired in 1995, contained a segment called Sailor Says. Sailor Moon Says. Which was based, no, it's actually called Sailor is it Says. Is it just Sailor it Says? It is called Sailor Says, yeah. Huh. I thought it was Sailor Moon Says too, but it's oh. actually just Sailor oh. Says. It always ends with Sailor, Sailor Moon, Moon Says, but the name of the um, segment. segment is actually just Sailor wow, Says. Wow, they yeah. uh, color me shocked. Deke didn't think something through? Yep. <laughs>
1: Weird
2: you
0: lie. Uh, so this was actually episode thirty one because uh, they cut a bunch of uh, episodes out. Yeah. of the um of the anime when yeah. they aired it in nineteen ninety five. No, they aired it. They cut. They cut a bunch they cut of episodes. A whole of shit. Um. So this was episode thirty one. It was entitled "A Reluctant Princess." And uh, uh, why don't you take a stab at uh, uh what all right, all right. lesson you were supposed to take right. with you from this uh, fine
1: piece of. Television. I'm going to jump right in. I'm going to jump right in. On this week's episode of Sailor Moon, Serena learned that sometimes responsibility is a big deal. Even if you're worried, you have to give it your all, because in the end, all that matters is how hard you try. Sailor Moon says... That was pretty similar to what I was going to
0: say. (laughs) So I have... That's actually not too far off. Whoa! This This one pseudo makes sense uh, <laughs> As opposed to that other one. As opposed to the one about, like, Getting nutrition. Fat. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, this one was, uh, it sounds great being a princess, but it's not just about waving around a wand and wearing cool clothes. It means new responsibilities, just like growing up. Sure, you get more freedom and control in your life, but that means new responsibilities, too. They're really driving home the responsibilities point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh Then Ray says, uh, Try taking out the trash for your mom before she has to nag at you. I remember this one. And then Mina says, "And how about cleaning up your room?" And Amy says, "And doing your homework without being told." (laughs) And then Serena says, "Growing up is full of fun, new adventures, and new responsibilities." Sailor Moon says, "I remember that one. (laughs) I remember it." Wow. Yeah.
1: Oh
2: my god. Yeah. Isn't
1: the whole point of being a princess that
2: other people else take out
1: your trash and clean your room? Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: sort of, like, not something princesses do. <laughs> yeah, yep, Pretty yep. sure. Yeah, they, they could have, you know, gone with, like, <laughs> try to schedule regular meetings with foreign dignitaries right. and learn the languages <laughs> and traditions of other cultures. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, take no. It, they went with taking out the take trash. Out and right. doing your homework. Well, <laughs> I consider
1: this a glowing victory for me. <laughs> this is the first time I've been right-ish.
2: <laughs> I feel like a champion. Should I deliver the trophy that I
1: have- to your. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Please polish it first. Yeah, I'll do that. I'm going to lift it over my head and drink wine out of it. Yes. <laughs> this trophy is real, I promise. You can't see it ever. But it's, I, it's definitely in Kelby's trophy. It's car totally right now. real. It's real.
0: That's going to conclude uh, this episode of Love and Justice. If we wanted to find you on the
1: internet, how could we do that? Oh my gosh. Well, I would say number one, the best place would be on Twitter. If you've heard of it, uh, I am <laughs> at a con- new thing. Yeah, it's new. It's yeah. something yeah. with birds. Uh, it's <laughs> at unwinona UN and then the name Winona as in Winona writer on Winona. Kelby. Uh, you can find
2: me on Twitter at real femininity as in for realsy reels. And then on any other uh, social media thing like Tumblr or Instagram, I am Feminerdity F E M I N E R D I T Y,
0: and you can find me at the terribly creative Twitter handle at Emma Fife, which is just my name. Uh, you can also find this podcast on Twitter at L N J Pod, so that's letter L, letter N, letter J. Pod stands for Love and Justice Podcast. So follow us. We Post the links to all of our new episodes and such on there. Yeah. Uh, we also have a Facebook page and a Tumblr, which I've been having a lot of fun <laughs> with. Uh, I've never really been into yeah. Tumblr. I you mean, should
2: totally follow us on the Facebook page, though, because
0: um, Sam has oh, been making yes! all of these really great yeah, Photoshop know, things. Uh, yeah, Selby, Kelby, uh, her fiance uh, <laughs> Sam McClellan has uh, really really been stepping up the sailor oh, moon game uh, we currently have a faustian sailor moon and also uh a quantum <laughs> a leap, quantum oh, leap sailor
1: moon meme uh, on our facebook page it's, it's, and it's and amazing it's the episode of quantum leap i never knew i needed
0: <laughs> 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 so thank you so much for listening guys and uh tune in again next week and uh, you'll hear more sailor moon musings from us to you goodbye